Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Hope you all had a great weekend. It was uh, another wild one of baseball action. You can find myself on Twitter at Pediatric. My co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I actually went to a Diamondbacks game over the weekend. It was terrible. They were up 2-1 to one the whole game. And then, uh, of course, lost it at the end. Sorry, you choked away the save. And they lost. And even worse, it looked like Wrigley Field South in, in Phoenix. So uh, not sure if, if you got to see any of the highlights of that game, but it was awful. No, I'll be 100% honest with the listeners. I didn't. I, I checked in on baseball. I played DFS over the weekend. I watched things on my phone, but I did not physically see a lot of baseball this weekend. Uh, the family's been gone, so it's been beautiful. I've been, <laughs> I golfed four out of five days. Um, I worked and did some other stuff, so it's been a lot of fun in that regard. But uh, no physical. You missed the Padres scoring like forty-one runs over the last three games. It's been I stacked. I stacked those games. That was great. But uh, yeah, I didn't get to watch it all. I did get to watch a little on Saturday night, and then the craziness that happened there. And thank God everybody's okay because yeah, things happen like that, which is bananas. But uh, they they finished that game up and played the regular game on Sunday. All things are good to go, as uh, we would hope they would be. So that is great to see. but yeah, it was uh, an eventful week, and the Giants didn't score any runs. They lost two out of three, so that's great. Like the second half starting off on a great, great note in that regard. But uh, they had Gossman back on Monday, so that'd be good. But uh, any other takeaways from the weekend that really stood out to you? That uh, besides the Padres and the Nats, hey, Soto's got three home runs over the weekend, so maybe the home run derby worked for him. Yeah, yeah, Otani went yard on uh, Sunday as well. Uh, just uh, a fun weekend of baseball. Now that we have uh, the COVID behind us. And, uh, you know, the um, the Padres scoring a bunch of runs. I mean, you know, the Diamondbacks are I, I like I, I feel like an addict, you know, like I went back to go watch them after swearing off of them. But uh, it was a free ticket and it was fun with some friends. So, you know, uh, but it was I mean, it was the loudest I've heard that ballpark since the 2017 playoffs. And it was because it was filled with Cubs fans. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's no good. That's no good. It's not you, fun. You, you hate seeing that, but uh, <laughs> at least someone's going out and watching the games, which is good. And before we get started previewing the Monday eleven game slate of action, make sure you follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star DFS. They tweet out all the good stuff you need right then and there, and also download the app, the Line Star app, in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Everything, everything you need to build the winning lineups in the palm of your hands for all sports. If you want to play MMA this past weekend, the Open Championship. All in the palm of your hand, so enjoy the good stuff there. But and you'll need it. You're going to need it because we have 11 games on Monday, and the pitching is atrocious, Bobman. Atrocious. Um, Weather wise, there's like sprinkles in some spots. Uh, Atlanta, maybe 30 to 40 percent chances. But I think overall we're going to be okay when it comes to weather. So that's good. But um, pitching is not going to matter. It's it's really really bad. So let's get things cracking on this slate, Bogman. We have the Miami Marlins at the Washington Nationals to start things off on that one. We got. Trevor Rogers versus John Lester. Rogers $9,300 on DK, 97 on Fandle. Lester, 63 and 58. We always love attacking John Lester. Any interest in Rogers in this one? 
Not really. Uh, no quality start in his last four. He still has a high K upside. So I would say in this slate, as you mentioned, because the pitching is rough, he's in play. But I think for the most part, I would probably stash him aside. And like you said, attack Lester. Lester's got to be close to one of the worst pitchers in baseball at this point in his career. Two of his 14 have been quality. His K per nine and walk per nine are getting eerily similar. Five, nine, seven to three, nine, eight. I mean, for as many innings pitches he had, he's probably closest to the same uh, in that category. But um, no, I'm looking to stack Starling Marte, Jesus Aguilar. Uh, if Jazz is in the lineup again, even though because he got banged up on Sunday, they're saying it's not that bad, though. Adam Duvall's been hitting. Garrett Cooper's been hitting a little bit. So uh, I think I'm more looking to stack those guys, uh, the Marlins, yeah. the most in this game. Yeah, we've got to watch for Cooper, too. He's getting an MRI on his elbow on Monday. So that'll be... Very, very fun as well. But, uh, yeah, Starling Marte, I think it's a great play. Aguilar, Duvall, as you mentioned. Uh, you, so you can get your 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 Marlins in that regard. And there'll be value as well with those bigger guys out. And then I do like Rodgers on the small slate. as Well, not small slate. Bad pitching slate, as you mentioned. <laughs> I think he's in play. Definitely not one of my favorite plays. This Nationals lineup is hitting the ball right now. Uh, Soto hits lefties fine, so that doesn't bug me. Josh Harrison's hitting very well. He's 26 on both sites. Uh, Acidas Escobar actually hit a home run today that or on Sunday. So that just lets you know how things are going in Washington. Plus, Ryan Zimmerman, I know he went deep on Saturday night. He's always cheap. He hits cleanup versus left-handed pitching. So I don't mind with some Nationals bats. I'm not like looking to target Rodgers. But even on Sunday, I had a lot of DeSoto one-offs because he's, he's locked in right now. He's got that Soto feel of old, and the prices haven't officially like completely adjusted yet. Like, it's Looks going like up. Uh, it's the not home run, there, though. The home run derby, like, uh, fixed him. You know, I know there's he, a lot about what he wanted. Yeah, there's a lot about the uh, the home run derby ruining some guys, but it seemed to maybe fix him. So that's, yeah, that's why it was funny when he said he wanted to do it so it helped him elevate the baseball more. It was like, yeah, that's good. That's good. He noticed he's hitting a million ground balls. Um, all right, next game on the slate the Boston Red Sox at the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, we have Nick Pavetta versus Ross Stripling over under 10 and a half on this one. Big, big total. Pavetta 79 on DK, 77 on Fandle, Stripling 85 and 84. Any interest, Bogman? I mean, I think that over might be a little low. Pavetta, 11 earned run and 10 innings pitched against Toronto. And then Stripling on the other side, 10 earned runs in nine and two-thirds against Boston. So uh, let's stick to bats here. And there's a lot of PVB data here, too. Uh, all these guys have homers. Bo Bichette, Vlad, Biggio, Simeon, all against uh, Pavetta and then against Stripling. Enrique Hernandez, Verdugo, Dahlbeck, and Bogarts all have bombs as well. Uh, and then a couple extra for Bo Bichette, two doubles and a homer, four for six against him. Vlad is three for five, three for five for Biggio, three for six for Kike Hernandez against Stripling. So there's cheap options. Christian Arroyo, if he's in the lineup, 23 and 24, he's been hitting a little bit. Uh, as uh, Santiago Espinal, uh, 3,300, 2,000. Uh, on, on either side, so I mean, let's stack either side of this game. Yeah, there it's a it's a very very lively game to stack. There's no doubting that at all. You got the big dogs, as you mentioned, to go with there with the Bichettes, the Vlads, and all of them. But um, also the value you mentioned a few of them. Don't forget Jaron Duran's 23 on DK, 22 on Fanduel. Uh, he's got some left-handed pop coming in there against Stripling that you can definitely take advantage of. So yeah, there's a, a lot to like in this game and. Um, it's going to be expensive for some of them, so enjoy the value where you can find it and uh, stack them up because there should be a ton of runs in this game, as you mentioned. 
Baltimore at Tampa Bay on this one. We have Spencer Watkins versus Ryan Yarborough over under of nine on this one. Bogman, any interest in the pitchers on this slate? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say I understand interest in Yarborough. I don't think I'm going to do it uh, very much, but if you're looking for a cheap second pitcher on DK uh, or just a contrarian play, I, I understand with the matchup against Baltimore. But for the most part, just bats in this game. PVB against Yarborough for Trey Mancini, six for 20, two doubles and three homers. Uh, Anthony Santander is uh, three for 12 with two doubles. And then there's hot hitting guys on both sides. Mullins, Urias, Hayes on or the Orioles side, on the Rays side. Your boy Brandon Lau has still been going crazy. Austin Meadows, Yandy Diaz, Joey Wendell, Kevin Kiermeyer have all been hitting a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, this is another interesting one. Like Yarborough has not been the Yarborough of old. Like on this slate, he kind of fits the bill of a tournament option. Like you can definitely go there, at least on DK as an SP2, but he's been messy of late. So it's kind of tricky. Uh, Tampa Bay bats haven't been overly dominant either, but it's definitely a spot versus Watkins. They can try to take advantage. They, have big, they had a big Sunday, which is good to see. They got to Drew Smiley and then that Braves bullpen. You mentioned Brandon Lau loves hitting them right-handed pitchers. So he slides in as a very nice option. Um, Wander Franco went deep on Sunday. Brujan was leading off on Sunday. And those both bring massive value if they crack the lineup. If you're looking for some value plays, and then Baltimore's always in play for me, especially against a lefty like Yarborough. Uh, you nailed most of that there with Matt Mancini and Mount Castle and company, and Mullins going to get lefties and righties. So another game you can attack, because you can tell there's going to be a lot of p- uh, pitching that stinks on this slate. So uh, bats are going to be very prevalent on this one. But uh, another game you can just kind of load up and uh, see where things go. New York Mets at the Cincinnati Reds. Still waiting for the Mets starter on this one. They're because uh, Jacob Degrom went to the IL. Lovely, fun times. Ugh. Faces uh, uh, he will face Cincinnati and Gutierrez, who's seventy four on DK, seventy two on Fanduel. Any interest in this one? No, I mean Gutierrez has just had weird starts, no strikeouts uh, in his last one. So I'm going to pass on pitching. Stick to hitting in this game. You know, I, I'll still go with Pete Alonso. Brandon Nimmo's been hitting since coming off the IL. McNeil on the Mets side. On the Red side, it's Castellanos, India, Farmer, Stevenson, and Barnhart. All have been hitting pretty well recently. Yeah, the Reds are swinging it well. It's Great American Small Park, likely a bullpen game for the Mets, and it should be uh, a tired bullpen because Walker got lit up on Sunday, so they were overused in that one as well. We'll see who they call up. They'll call up somebody that uh, probably can't go deep enough to make a difference. So Cincinnati is very, very live in this one, as you mentioned. Um, and you can attack Gutierrez if you want. Uh, the Mets' offense is very, very inconsistent, which is very, very annoying. But like Nemo went deep over the weekend. Um, Conforto supposedly heating up to some. I still don't see it yet, but that's what people say. I'd rather have the red side in this one. We'll see who they start to really see how we want to attack it. But I think the Reds very, very much in play on this one. Texas Rangers at the Detroit Tigers. Kyle Gibson, Casey Mize. Over under eight and a half on this one. Gibson's nine thousand on DK, ninety one on Fanduel. Mize is sixty six and eighty one. Weird to say, Bogman, but Gibson's one of the top options on the slate. I mean, is he? He had five earned in his last start, and that was against Detroit. And, and name, so, me, name me like the twenty starts before that. Yeah, I know he's been good, but it's just it, it's a you know he he was bad in his last outing, and it was against the same team. They might have the book on him. So I'm like, if Detroit has the book on anybody, they might want to figure out a new profession. Well, I mean, <laughs> they got to him, and Mize, who I like against Texas, he only went four against uh, Texas last time out. Uh, had two strikeouts and no walks in those four innings. So I actually kind of don't like either one of these guys. I think I'm just more of a pass overall in this game. I I will agree with you. If there's one guy I was gonna buy. 
it probably would be Mize or Gibson. I think I would say Mize just for the strikeout upside, but I I kind of don't want anything in this game. Yeah, I'll be using Gibson on this one just because, A, there's no one else really to use on this slate for the most part. So um, I'll be going Kyle Gibson on this one at, at 9K on DK, 91 on FanDuel. I'll take my chances going back to Detroit and, and hope they don't uh, surprise more people on this one. But we'll see. I think they may, hopefully they cashed out over the week and all those wins over Minnesota and uh, Texas can come in there and win an ugly one. So I'll go Gibson at 9K and see where things go. San Diego at Atlanta on this one. We get the return of Mr. Darvish, which is good to see you, Darvish, back on the bump. He's 92 on DK, 11-2 on Fandle, facing Kyle Muller, who's 76 on DK, 67 on Fandle. Darvish is an intriguing play. Still banged up, though. Missed us, got starts pushed back. You got Muller, who I love, but not the best matchup. So what do you like here, Bogman? Yeah, Muller has high K upside, but like we just mentioned before, 41 runs Friday through Sunday for the pods. I don't want to mess with him. So Darvish, I hate taking guys uh, first start off the IL, and he's definitely too expensive on FanDuel at 11-2. 9-2 on DK, I think is, uh, I I'll, I could swallow that price. You know what I mean? Uh, so he's fine. He's not my first option on the slate tonight, but in a slate that's weird, I think I'd rather go with Darvish over Gibson. I'll say that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Atlanta's slowly getting it going. Freeman before um, Sunday had homered in three of his first four games. Uh, Albies is swinging it well. They're starting to hopefully come to life, but it is Darvish. I agree. I, I like Darvish on this slate. I'm not going to deny that because the slate, just it stinks. It's, it's a very, very bad pitching slate. Uh, so I think he's in play. I think if you're building a lot of lineups, you want to be contrarian. You can go Muller, just hoping that somehow that offense slows down. But it is so white hot right now; it's very, very tricky. Yeah, uh, what bats do you like on this one? Uh, for for this one, I mean, uh, there's some PVB against Darvish. Freddie Freeman three for eight against him with a double, uh, two for five for Almonte, three for nine for Albies, as you mentioned. So there's some options, but I mean, everyone is hitting in San Diego. Uh, Tatis, Myers, Machado, Hosmer, Cronenworth, Fam, Grisham, just pretty much if they're in the lineup, they've been smacking the ball for the Padres. So I, I, I'm fine stacking the Padres right now. All right. So we had a little bit of technical difficulty here. Uh, so if Bubba sounds a little bit different, he had to switch from his computer to his iPad, to his phone, to a space shuttle, to a bunch of different things to get his internet to work. So you were talking about the Atlanta hitters that you liked for this game, Bob. Yeah, the Atlanta hitters, they are heating up. Freeman's homered in, uh, before Sunday, number three in his last four games. And um, yeah, Ozzy Albee's hitting well. Um, RC has been a value. So you have some stuff you can like in Atlanta offense. It's tough to trust Darvish, but again, you don't know how long he's going to go coming off the IL. So Atlanta could be one of those low-owned spots to target there. And this brings up a great moment to remind everybody, if you want to watch some really angry, bald man action, go check out the Line Star YouTube channel. <laughs> because, um, yeah, this is uh, internet issues for the second straight night really can make a person angry. So uh, check that out. But, hey, we got more baseball to talk about. We got the Chicago Cubs at St. Louis Cardinals. Alec Mills versus um, Jake Woodruff. Mills has uh, been pitching well of late. Woodruff, not so much because he's usually a reliever. So you have that to worry about. But uh, Mills is 67 on DK, 64 on Fandle. Woodruff, 48 on DK, 62 on Fandle. Um, any interest here, Bogman? I kind of like Mills a little bit, but like if I'm going to go down the, the road, I think I'd rather go with Miser Yarbrough, so probably not. Uh, like you said, Woodford, first start of the year, so pass on him. Uh, Tommy Edmond against Mills is 6 for 7 with two doubles. Love to see that. Matt Carpenter, three for eight with two homers against him. Uh, Javier Baez, Jason Hayward, Wilson Contreras, Rizzo, like 
All these guys got hot over the weekend against my Diamondbacks. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Harrison Bader, and, and Paul DeYoung have all been hitting for St. Louis as well. So I, I'm mainly going bats in this one. Yeah, kind of like Mills is an SP2 on DK. He's been pitching really, really well of late. The, the downside to that is the Cardinals just don't strike out a lot. I was telling people in chats, it's tough to like even like the Giants pitchers over this past weekend because they just don't strike out. Um, against right-handed pitching, their strikeout rate's like 17% over the last month, which is not ideal for um, DK standards or even FanDuel standards. So that's tricky, but he is a nice value on DK as an SP2 at 67. I would not play him on FanDuel at 64. Uh, to your Cubs bats points, I don't mind them. I think they're in play. The only caveat is it's really tough to stack against a bullpen game. I don't know what they're going to do with Woodruff. Does he go one inning, three innings? I don't know. And then where do they go from there? It makes it a little tricky. But the Jason Hayward price tag at 27 on both sides is outstanding because he's actually swinging it. He's hitting over 300 like the last month of the season. So it's it's kind of a sneaky, uh, cheap value there with Jason Hayward, which I don't mind at all. I don't really care who's pitching in that scenario. Cleveland Indians at the Houston Astros. we got C.J. Mejia versus um, Luis Garcia. Mejia, 61 on DK, 57 on FanDuel. Garcia, 96 on DK, 94 on FanDuel. Um, you interested in Garcia on this price tag versus a bad Cleveland team? Yeah, I mean, even though he's a little more expensive than he has been, uh, I'm into it. So Garcia, finally, you know, we land on a pitcher where it's kind of just no questions about him at all. Uh, and for sure, I would be... Uh, into starting him so garcia for sure and then you know just astros bats tucker jordan alvarez michael brantley uh chas mccormick has been hitting a little bit recently as well so uh i think any astros bats in the lineup i would be fine with starting in this game yeah garcia is a phenomenal play on this slate uh the indians bats do not scare many people at all so you can have some fun with that and garcia's got the strikeout upside you're looking for against this Cleveland offense. So I'm a big fan of that play here. I think he'll be very popular because the pitching is so wonky on this slate, but he's a very, very strong play. And then the, the Houston bats, as you mentioned, CJ Mejia seems to pitch to way too much contact. And uh, this offense is just clicking on all cylinders. Tucker's still a great value. Michael Brantley's still a great value in this offense. We know they'll be in the lineup. Maybe McCormick plays, maybe Toro or some others, but those two for sure check the boxes and you can piece it with the usual suspects. So Houston's another great stack, one with like seven or eight other ones that are all in play for you this evening. Uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the Oakland Athletics. Shohei Otani back on the mound facing Cole Urban. Otani 87 on DK, 10-2 on Fandel. Urban is 78 on DK, 82 on Fandel. Um, it's a tricky one because uh, Otani's been great. Urban's been okay. Like both pitchers, one pitcher, no pitchers. Uh, I like Otani. Three out of his last four have been quality. Obviously, his one was the bad one against the Yankees, two thirds of an inning, and all that stuff. But Irvin, uh, eight earned and eleven and two thirds against the Angels so far this year. Uh, only five strikeouts uh, to two walks in those uh, eleven and two thirds innings. So uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and stick to Otani here. Um, and then maybe if you wanted to throw in like a cheap option, like a Jose Iglesias been hitting. 35 and 23. Max Stasi has been hitting 39 and 28. David Fletcher, uh, one of those guys, but uh, I think it's Otani and just Angels bats for me. Yeah, I'm not sure what Fletcher did on Sunday, but if he hit another hit, it's like a 27 game hit streak he has going on now. He's, he's just crushing everything. So very impressive there. But I do like Otani. I like Otani almost all the time, especially when he's 8,700 bucks. To me, he's got the ceiling of a 9 to 10K guy, and you get him at a discount. Like the walks have been his biggest bugaboo. When he's not walking, guys, he's outstanding. Uh, if he's not walking, though, we're good to go. So I like Otani on this one at 87, as you mentioned. 
I can see an argument for Irvin because he's shown the, the upside there, but I'd wish he'd be like 68, not 78 on DK. I will not use him on Fandle, period. But I like Otani on DK only, not on Fandle because the six innings is a question mark. But I think he has a great option on that slate. And then I don't mind going against Irvin with the Fletchers, like you mentioned, and some others. Probably not a full stack, but um, Fletcher's still too cheap for me. 42 on DK, 31 on Fandle. So I like that one quite. If you're playing cash games, he's a great, great cash game play. Going to the desert where it's going to be a million degrees, but they have a dome, thank God. Pittsburgh at Arizona. DeYoung versus Caleb Smith. Any interest in either pitcher on this one? Uh, that's a negative ghost rider. Uh, totally rocked against the Dodgers for Caleb Smith. DeYoung, I mean, not, not a bad draw against Arizona here, but uh, I'm just not interested in him. So give me bats. Uh, give me Eduardo Escobar, Josh Rojas, Peralta, Walker, Reddick. All these guys have been hitting. Uh, Stallings has been hitting uh, for Pittsburgh along with Nagowski. Uh, if he's not starting fights, Wilmer Defoe went deep a couple nights ago, and he's cheap, 23-2,000. Uh, Frazier and uh, Hayes are pretty much just constantly in play for the Pirates as well. So I think I just stack bats on either side in this game. Yeah, those pesky, pesky Pittsburgh bats have been playing really well over the week. You mentioned Defoe. He's put up double-digit fantasy points in four of his last five games, which is like, what? But, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been pr- producing quite well there. You mentioned the usual suspects with Frazier, Hayes, and Reynolds, but um, you mentioned Nagowski, who's continually too cheap, and uh, Ben Gamble. He's been like 2K every day. He gets cleanup. So you could always have some fun there if you want to attack Caleb Smith and his home run loving abilities that he has there. So I, I don't hate that. And then I don't mind attacking DeYoung. That's why this is a weird one because so many great spots tonight. This could be like your value section of the slate. Pittsburgh versus Arizona, get your value bats right here. Josh Reddick's cheap. Uh, Christian Walker's cheap. You can have a lot of fun in this one for sure. I do not want either pitcher. That's the best part, yeah. piece of advice I can give you. Uh, last game on the slate, San Francisco Giants at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Gossman taking the bump. He's 10K on DK, 10-6 on FanDuel. There's Tony Gonsolin, 82 on DK, 75 on FanDuel. Either pitcher on this one, Bogman? Yeah, Gossman. I'm I'm still into Gossman, even against uh, the Dodgers. You know, uh, I think he's had um, uh, in his four of his last five have been quality. Uh, he has against the Dodgers, eleven innings pitched, three earned, eleven strikeouts, five uh, walks. So uh, pretty good against them still. Gonsolin's just not going deep enough yet. So I'm not really interested. There's some good PVB data for the Dodgers against Gossman, however. Uh, Max Muncy four for fourteen with a double in two homers, four for 13 for Turner with two doubles and a bomb, four for 10 for Taylor, 15 for 46 for Betts. That's 326 with a double and three homers against Gossman, two for seven for Will Smith with a double against him. And then there's hot bats on both sides, Ruff, Crawford, Yastrzemski, Casali, Slater uh, for your Giants. Pollock has been hitting real well for the Dodgers recently to my chagrin. Uh, Matt Beatty and Albert Pujols as well has been hitting, and he's cheap, 34-29. So um, probably bats, but I understand, uh, you know, in this slate, wanting Gossman to, to go right back to Gossman. Yeah, I got no problem if you want to go back to Gossman, especially with his strikeout upside. That could be a big one because he, he can afford him to give up a couple runs but still put you up a 20-point fantasy night. No Gonsolin for me because he still just isn't going deep enough in games. He's still walking too many guys. I just don't like it. So I'm a, I'm on Gossman on this one, and I don't mind some Giants bats. Uh, Posey's supposed to be back on Monday, which will be a big addition to the lineup. Keep an eye on Crawford's help. But Yastrzemski had a big week, and he's he's hitting it really well. Uh, Ruff went deep on Sunday. There's The, the lineup, it's, it's still hitting, even though they weren't putting up runs. Um, and I don't I think going back to L.A., it's going to be hot down there in Southern California. Could be a nice little sneaky spot. 
there's other spots on the slate like better for bats though so don't think it's a must go to thing but uh gossman I, I do like on this one no gonsolin for me all right bogman recapping things real quick uh who are your top pitchers on this slate well uh the pitcher uh, garcia is probably my favorite uh otani and gossman after him uh darvish and then rogers is a maybe and then just outside looking in yarborough and mize those are probably my the pitchers that I like on this slate. If I told you Zach Greinke was pitching instead of Luis Garcia, what would you say? I'd say I have no opinion. Okay, because there might be a chance Greinke makes that start. So keep that in mind, everybody that's listening. Then, Ot- then I would I would uh, adjust to Otani. That's who I'd go to. Otani yeah. on this slate, uh, and then Gossman behind him. Yeah, uh, if if Garcia is there, he's definitely the top spot. But give me a give me Otani, give me Gibson, give me Gossman. Those would be like my top guys. I'd love to find out some more news on Darvish before he takes the mound. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> uh, um, what stacks are you liking on this one? I like Miami against uh, John Lester. I think that's a good one. Uh, either side of the Boston at Toronto game, uh, Houston versus Cleveland, and uh, Pittsburgh versus Arizona, either side. And we're both on board on, on pretty much all of those. Only other ones I think I would mention is um, – I think you nailed most of them. Now that I'm looking through it also. Love, uh, love any time to face John Lester, though. That's for sure. I guess the only other one I could put out there is that Baltimore-Tampa Bay game could be another interesting one with two very, very bad pitching. And what very, very bad pitching does Bogman allow us for home runs? Check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB and hope we can get you a home run call because they'll tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. And if we get one right and you retweeted it and you got chosen in the special retweeted group, you'll win some free swag. So Bogman on Monday, July 19th. Who's your home run call today? Uh, I'm going to take your guy, Trey Boo Boo, Trey Mancini against Ryan Yarborough. Going yard. Let's go. I like a little Trey Boo Boo action. That's always a good one for you. Um, what I'm going to go to is those. I like to pick on Johnny Lester. So I'm going to one of your boys. Give me Jesus Aguilar going deep go. off of Johnny Lester. I would have picked Cooper, but I really I don't think he's playing on Monday. I think he's going to stay yeah. off. So is before I have to re- uh, get that tweet sent to me of who's my second choice, we'll go to him right now. We're going to Jesus Aguilar going deep. He's hit five home runs over the last month. So it might be quiet, but he's getting it done as well. So you got Trey Boo Boo. I got Jesus Aguilar. We'll see who Ryan Humphreys gets. Make sure you guys retweet that tweet by Linestar and download the app in the Apple App Store at the, and the Google Play Store. Get all your good stuff and things over there. We'll be back to you guys on Tuesday with another fun-filled slate, probably a full slate like most Tuesdays are. Uh, Bogman is on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intric. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.